0: Hey, friend. This is Anshu from the Wine It Up a Notch podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You know I love it when you join me here on the podcast. Before we get going with this episode, I just wanted to let you know though that the recording on this episode is not the greatest. I decided to record it while I was driving in my car on my way to class. I thought the audio quality would be maybe okay. On listening back to it, I have to say it's not great, but I do love the content and what I was covering and it's so in the moment that I don't want to lose the recording. So I'm going to post this podcast episode anyways. If you're a loyal listener, I hope you'll still listen and enjoy it in spite of the background noise from my car. But if you're a real audiophile, this might not be an episode you want to listen to, so just fair warning. In case you decide that it's a little too disruptive with the background noise, I'll completely understand. But if not, I hope you'll tune in and I hope you'll learn something and enjoy yourself. the Wine It Up A Notch podcast, a podcast where we talk about wine, life, and everything in between. My name is Anshu, I'm your host, and I am so thrilled that you've decided to join me today. Welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. You are probably noticing that the sound quality on this recording is not very good. I'm guessing it's not good at all. I'm actually recording this while I'm driving. Don't worry, I'm completely hands-free. Uh, my car is all Bluetooth enabled and the like, and I'm quite used to driving around and having conversations from years of working in a corporate setting and doing meetings with my team or clients or whomever while I was driving to work and driving back to, from work, mostly you know rushing to pick up my kids or drop them off. Uh, so I'm quite accustomed to this. So don't worry, I'm safe. Um, but I just found that it's been a while since I've had an opportunity to sit down and record, and I've got all these ideas for things I wanted to talk about and so much going on right now. From a wine events, wine education, kind of wine exposure perspective, there's just so much happening that uh, in trying to find the perfect time and space for recording, I found I just wasn't doing anything at all. So I thought, let me try this. I've actually heard some other podcasters doing this as well. The sound quality, when they do it, doesn't sound too terrible. I don't know what mine is going to sound like but we'll see if it's really horrible, this is possibly going in the bin and I'm just talking to myself for no reason. Uh, But if it's reasonable, I'll probably still put it up Um, just to share some thoughts with you and also keep the momentum going on my side, uh, because I know some folks listen to this podcast on a regular basis, and I just want to make sure that I'm showing up for you. And on that note, I just once again want to thank everybody who has been following along on this journey. I'm coming pretty close to the end of the first year of recording this podcast. We are, I don't know when you'll listen to this, but we are sort of in the you know, towards let's call it the later end of November now, and I started in January and and um, kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to believe that it's been almost 12 months, and I think I will hit 20, maybe twenty. In 300 months. meters, turn so left onto Chaplin Crescent. I'm really excited about. I think you just heard my GPS go off, which is a little bit unusual. Um, but anyways, uh, some people have actually stuck with this the entire time, which is so phenomenal. I've had people actually write me and tell me that they've binge listened to all the episodes or that they've really found some of this content useful. And I just really want to thank you. It gives me the juice to keep going and, you know, keep putting content out there when I hear that it is useful to you. So once again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. So today I am actually driving to one of my night classes for the WSET Diploma. These classes are actually held once a week in the evening. uh, So that's what I'm doing right now and i am driving at night and i can't believe actually how dark it is because it's about quarter to six but you'd think it was 10 o'clock at night what always strikes me is how quickly things change when we get to this time of year it just never fails to amaze me it feels like one day it's still bright and sunny and relatively warm outside and the next day it's dark at four thirty and you know cold and we're into winter uh, so there you go things change quickly don't they but On the flip side here in toronto where i live there's been a lot going on in the space of wine and in the wine world and wine community i think a lot of people are coming out of the you know pandemic sleepiness if you will where there were not very many in-person events and there's just a lot of pent-up demand and so in the last little while i've gone to several trade association events and i haven't really had time to fully digest all of them and turn them into materials that I can share with everybody, but I thought I would just do a general, you know, state of affairs on, on events and going to them and what you can glean or learn if you're able to go. So in the last couple weeks, uh, I've been invited to some trade association led events. So that essentially means that the trade association in the region in question Whose, you know, main focus really is to promote their wines in international markets, is putting on an event and inviting trade professionals to the event, and to some extent wine enthusiasts. But these events are usually geared towards people that are in the trade. Either you're studying, or you work, you have a restaurant you're buying for, or you know maybe you work for an importer and these wine wineries, sorry, are looking for uh, somebody to represent them. Um, So they're not generally for people who just love wine, but uh, they tend to be really great expansive events. And as I mentioned, their whole purpose is really just to say, hey, this is who we are as a region, meet some of our producers. These are the types of wines and the great things that we're doing. And it's really an awareness building exercise. And I think the reason it's pitched at the trade is the trade then goes forward and represents the region and talks about it and sells it Uh, so it's an easier way and perhaps you could say a more efficient way to get to the end consumer in a lot of ways so these events I think they're fantastic so if you are in the trade whether you're studying I know a lot of people that listen to my podcast are on a similar journey to mine in that they may be you know very uh, deep wine students or you are actually in the trade in some way, shape or form, either working in a restaurant setting or a bar setting, or you are, you know, um, you've got your own business or you're a content creator in the wine space. I would really recommend going to these events and finding ways to get invited to them. I'm not saying I get invited to everyone, but you know, more and more the invitations have been picking up and I uh, try to go whenever I can. So sometimes it can be difficult because there's, you know, family commitments, especially for me. I have children that still require someone to look after them if I'm leaving them for any period of time. So if my husband's not available to do that and I can't find a babysitter, I kind of, as I laughingly say, turn into a pumpkin at about three o'clock most days. And so that means I can't do everything that I may want to. Having said that, a lot of these trade events do happen during business hours, which is helpful. Um, But to come back to the point I was making, I have been going to quite a few and there's a couple of observations that I would share in case you do have the opportunity, you can network your way into getting into one of these events, or you um, have an opportunity just because you are being invited, but maybe there's other things that are going on that are keeping you from going. Um, The reasons that I think that they're really fantastic is, you know, one, they're put on by a trade association. So while there may be members of that association that will be you know represented at the event oftentimes there aren't any biases or any specific producers that are really being highlighted so if I were to compare and contrast a trade association event to a specific winery or wine dinner which are other opportunities to go and you know be sort of deep in wine for a period of time generally the latter is being sponsored by a specific company or maybe two or three companies and so that's going to be the angle to what you're tasting. You'll be tasting their portfolio. Even if you go to, say, an importer or a wholesaler's wine tasting, uh, that impartiality may not be there because again, they want you to sample and buy from their portfolio of wines. Whereas when you're going to a trade association event, I find there's kind of a broader representation of producers. And there's a lot of information that's provided about the region as well. So it's not just so much about a single producer and their lineup of wines or, you know, an importer or a wholesaler and their lineup of products that they sell. But more a lot of deep information about a, a part of the wine world that is at that point in time when you're there of interest because you're actually trying the wine so you get a lot of information about um, potentially geeky statistics things that i like but you know the the size and scale of producers how much wine is exported versus consumed in the country in question what the soil types are like what the various crews are if there are you know villages crews or towns or appellations of interest within that broader region A lot of information is often shared with respect to how that breaks down and how that actually expresses itself in the wine. And again, it's broader than just a single producer's portfolio, which I really like. I also love that these events tend to attract a lot of people in the industry. So if you are trying to break into the industry, it's a great way to start meeting people if you don't already have those connections and establishing a name for yourself. And even having talking points for when you are around your colleagues, professionals, or, you know, intended and future colleagues and professionals, you have something to share that is not specific to a bottle of wine you may have drank, but rather uh, a higher level, you know, understanding or touch point with a region in particular. So I really love that side of it as well. And oftentimes these events, uh, I think the way that they can be structured is that the producers will will sometimes be there, which is a fantastic benefit. Again, you don't have to travel to the region, they've come to you, so it's much cheaper and much faster, but you get that access and you have that opportunity to talk to them. Albeit, you know, the environment can be a little bit rushed for sure, Um, And there's a lot of people often clamoring for a taste of wine and an opportunity for the chat. But that notwithstanding, you do have that opportunity to have that direct conversation or listen in a group setting to what they're sharing. And if you're astute, you know, you can perhaps swap business cards and, and set up an opportunity to have a conversation later in time. I would say for myself, uh, I've I've been really struggling with the circle back. I do uh, have the opportunity to meet some people and exchange business cards because there's a good connection there. Um, I'll admit that the follow up is not something I'm doing all that well. But if you're good at that, and you know you're very uh, disciplined, that's certainly something you can do. And again, a great opportunity to help you build your brand and your um, level of awareness, particularly you know if you're wanting to try to break into this industry the last thing I would say is just that these events are a lot of fun Uh, of course you know when we go to trade events as trade professionals you have to behave as a professional Um, so you know you're not going there to uh, get drunk and I think sometimes at these events it's obvious who has come um and is you know truly working in the trade and wanting to taste and take notes and you know learn and then there'll be some people who have have, uh, been able to come to the event have been invited to the event and maybe don't have that same background you can usually tell Uh, but i'd say generally speaking everybody is trying to learn Um, but that notwithstanding, everyone has a similar shared background and interest. I don't think that there's... I, I certainly haven't encountered any snobbery around uh, people knowing more than other people. And, you know, so, like, I'm not talking to you because you don't have the same level of accreditation as me. There's none of that. Uh, and, and so you really can sort of be with like-minded people, which is a lovely thing, I think, Um Again, build your network, build your credibility, build your your own understanding and your own knowledge and, and have fun. Um, so the one thing I would say then is if you have the opportunity either by reaching out to someone who you know is in charge of organizing such an event or you are actually invited um go you know I mean if you're worried a little bit about the fact that there's going to be people there that know more than you do or are more esteemed or a steeped I should say in the industry I know I certainly had some of those hang-ups and reservations um when I first started going but I went anyways uh but if you're feeling that and you know thinking like maybe this isn't for me and I shouldn't go I would highly encourage you to go and just have fun learn you know meet people and make the best of the opportunity because as i like to say and it's not my saying i know somebody said it before me and i've only heard it and i like to repeat it but you miss 100 percent of the opportunities you don't take so um, if you get an opportunity i say don't say no to it you never know what will come out of it if it's a great glass of wine great if it's you know a deeper understanding of a wine region that you didn't know much about before even better if it's some new friendships and connections and a broadening of your network or a building of your credibility and brand that's also fantastic but remember if you don't go you never get those opportunities so that is kind of what I wanted to say as I mentioned I am driving and I'm getting close to my class now and and uh, I didn't really get into anything deeper technical today Uh, maybe this is more philosophical and bend I was you know just wanting to share about you know going to some of these events and and what some of my pondering has been coming out of them. Uh, And also maybe, I don't know who's listening to this, but maybe someone just needed to hear that encouragement to get out there and and try to get to these types of of events as well. So I think I put that message out there. Uh, I will come back and talk in a little bit more detail about some of the events I went to and what I learned, Two that really stand out in my mind. Actually, there's three that really stand out in my mind that I went to just in the last few weeks. Uh, One was on Chile as a country. Uh, Some fascinating information was shared there, so I'll be sure to find a way to share that. I went to a Brunello tasting that was put on by the Consortia of of the Brunello region, which was just fabulous. I learned a lot about... Um, the, the 2018 vintage, actually. And then I recently went to a Prosecco event, which was put on by the consortia as well here locally in Toronto. Um, but the focus of that event was around looking at Prosecco as more than an entry level, you know, kind of inexpensive sparkling wine. So we had the opportunity to really understand. Quality winemaking in the Prosecco region, and, and just some fascinating information was shared there as well. Um, so I hope to come back with some of that information if I can. I can't, I can't and won't make promises. It's just a really busy time right now, so I don't want to overcommit and underdeliver. But stay tuned, watch this space, and until next time, wishing you lots of peace, love, light, and of course, good wine. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wine it up a notch podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast thus far. Be sure to hit subscribe to be notified of future episodes or leave a review to let me know what you think. Take care.